I'm Mark Adams and this is Mark's Mess 50 for 50. Each week I will look at a year in my life to find the geek influences, ending up looking at the year 2021 on my 50th birthday. This week, 2002! While 2002 was the Queen's Golden Jubilee, it did not feel the same as the Silver Jubilee. There was still much public negativity about how the death of Princess Diana was handled. But the year also brought the death of the Queen's only sister, Princess Margaret, and her mother. So it was a a more sombre occasion. In Northern Ireland, we had what was to become a regular occurrence of the Northern Ireland Assembly being suspended because some politician on one side did something stupid that annoyed politicians on the other side. A Catholic school in North Belfast was being picketed by loyalists because in turn the loyalists had their homes attacked by republicans. Things got so heated that the army was called in to protect the children going to school from the protesters who had started to throw objects at the children, including condoms filled with urine. You couldn't make it up, as a popular Northern Irish saying. The youth centre that I worked in was in a loyalist area, with young people who had seldom left that village at all. On one of my first nights in the drop-in, an older teen swaggered up to me, sized me up, grabbed me by my jacket lapels and said, What are you going to do about it? I looked him in the eye and said, Get your dirty hands off my dirty jacket. To which he laughed and walked away. I seemed to have passed the test with a Groucho Marx quote. Young people were quite sheltered and insular about how they thought about outsiders. I told some of them that I lived 10 miles away and one replied, Do you stay at an overnight when you work in the evenings? Incredulously thinking that I would never make that long journey home at night. The job had a perk of me not having to work at the weekend so I could spend more time with Julie. We would lie in on a Saturday and have breakfast while watching Saturday Kitchen, walked into town to buy a paper and spend the evening watching TV. One of our favourites was Harry Hill's TV Burp, where the comedian would use clips of TV shows from that week to make us laugh. And one of the shows he would use came to BBC Two that year, about an anti-terror agent defending the president. The Clever 24 starred Kiefer Sutherland, giving us one hour of Jack Barrow's life, making a series uh, last a whole day. We would later buy the box set of all eight series of it. It was one of the growing number of series that responded to the 9-11 attacks in drama, trying to reflect the mood of the people. More drama was happening on the screen of the news quiz, Have I Got News For You? The host, Angus Deaton, just kept getting himself into scandals, so much so that the makers of the programme decided to sack him. You cannot have a host of a comedy programme about the news when that host keeps on making the news himself. But who would replace him? Well, they had the clever idea of only having guest presenters, guest hosts, which has seemed to have worked for the past 19 years. It was time for Julie and I to have our first foreign holiday together. We flew to the Mediterranean island of Malta for seven days of summer fun. When we landed on the island, we were taken by a taxi to our hotel. It was night and the driver seemed to think that he had to drive along the narrow roads at high speed, mistaking our looks of fear for encouragement to go faster. The hotel was on the north shore of the island, 
with clear oceans and beautiful swimming pools and hot and cold running cockroaches. They were all over the place and you just had to live with them, but the hotel room did come with a complimentary can of insect spray. We spent some days on coach excursions experiencing the history and culture of this medieval island with the dry heat and the blazing sun. We did hire a car for a day or two and popped into little villages fearing to drive in the big towns. But the best village was the Popeye village. In 1980, the ill-fated live-action Popeye movie with Robin Williams in the title role was released. It was filmed in Malta with the fictional fishing village of Sweethaven having been created for the film as a working set. And it still stands there today and it is a great day out if you ever find yourself in Malta. In 2002, the cinema had better offerings. The final Brosnan Bond film, although he didn't know it at the time, was Die Another Day. An end to the tongue-in-cheek action films that has made way for films that take themselves a bit more seriously. I have to say I really enjoyed Brosnan as Bond and probably one of my favourite. Treasure Planet was a pleasant surprise, making a better space movie than Star Trek Nemesis also that year, giving the next generation crew a final outing in an okay story. The big movie of the year had to be Spider-Man. Long gone are the scars from the 70s live action TV series, with a slick and fun story and quite a good take on Peter Parker. We found out that Julie was pregnant. But like one in five pregnancies, this ended in miscarriage. While all the things to make a baby were happening inside Julie, with the hormones still telling her she was pregnant, it was all just words to me, and so hard to work out what to do with it. I didn't know what to say or to do, and while Julie was in hospital, I could only slump in the corridor outside the ward. Thankfully, Julie's mum came. She reassured Julie, looked after Julie, and helped us all take the next steps. While it didn't make it better, it was good to walk through the hard times with someone to lean on. If you would like to contact me, you can by email at mymarksmess at gmail.com, on Twitter at Marksmess Podcast without T, on Facebook Marksmess Podcast. And thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. And next time, 2003.